Chapter 28 of History of the Norwegian People, Volume 1 by Knut Gershit. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 28 The Norse Colonies in Great Britain and Ireland. The defeat and death of Olaf the White, and the unification of Norway after the battle in Hofersfjord in 872, weakened the Viking power in the West. If recruited only in the colonies, their armies could not long maintain their old efficiency. Hitherto they had depended on the mother country for the supply of new forces, but these could not easily be obtained after the whole country was once united under King Harald's rule. The peoples in whose countries the Norsemen were such unwelcome visitors had also learned many valuable lessons in shipbuilding and military tactics during a hundred years of almost incessant warfare. They were now able to put well-equipped and organized armies in the field against the Vikings, who were the more vulnerable because they had occupied large districts where they now dwelt in permanently established homes. Henceforth their campaigns would require defensive as well as offensive tactics. Olaf the White, son of the king of Vestfold in Norway, came to Ireland in 853, where he became king of the Vikings. The struggle between the Norsemen and the Danes in the colonies, which had begun in 848, was still going on, but when Ivar Boneless, the son of the Danish Viking chieftain Ragnar Lodbrok, soon after arrived in Ireland, he and Olaf became friends and allies, and peace was made between the Danes and the Norsemen in 856. The two kings cooperated both in Ireland and in Scotland, and we are told that in 870-871 to they returned together from a campaign in England, Scotland, and Wales with a fleet of 200 vessels and with many prisoners of war. When Olaf died on his expedition to Norway in 872, Ivar continued to rule as king of Ireland, together with Olaf's son Eystein. Ivar died in 873, and Eystein, who was yet young, became king under the guardianship of the Norse Viking chieftain Bard Jarl. Dublin was now attacked by Halfdan, another son of Ragnar Lodbrok, who has already been mentioned as the founder of the Kingdom of York in 876. After having ruled in York about a year, he was expelled by his own subjects, and he sought to mend his fortunes by gaining possession of his brother's throne at Dublin. The young King Eystein was treacherously murdered, and the fight between Norsemen and Danes was renewed, in which also Halfdan lost his life in 877. Ten years later, the sons of Ivar Boneless had gained control of Dublin, but ceaseless strife had so far weakened both factions that in 1902, King Kerbal of Leinster attacked and captured the city. The Viking power in Ireland was for a time overthrown, and many Norsemen emigrated to Cumberland and Northumbria. In 914, the Vikings began a new conquest of Ireland. Both Norsemen and Danes now united under new leaders, Ragnvald and Sigtrygg, of the family of Ivar Bonlas, and the Norse Jarls Bard and Ottar. A great fleet under Ragnvald and Otter came to Waterford, Old Norse Vethrafjordr, and in the Battle of Kenfwit, which took place soon after, the united forces of the kings of Munster and Leinster, and King Njal, the High King of Ireland, were completely defeated. Even the Archbishop of Armagh was among the slain. Another army was led by King Sigtrid against Dublin. In 919, a decisive battle was fought at Kilmashog. The Irish army was defeated, the High King Njal fell, and the Vikings again seized Dublin and re-established their control over the districts which they had before held. In Limerick, another Viking kingdom arose, with Bard Jarl and his sons as rulers. The Dublin dynasty became rulers also over the kingdom of York. While Sigtrygg became king of Dublin, Ragnvald succeeded to the Yorkish throne. In 912 he conquered Bernicia and the northern part of Northumbria. In 920 Sigtrygg left Dublin on a Viking expedition to southern England. On the death of Ragnvald, which probably occurred in 921, 
he was made king of York. Sigtrygg's two sons were Gudrud and Olaf Kvaran, the sandal. Gudrud ruled as king of Dublin till 934, and was succeeded first by his son Olaf Gudrudson, and later by a second son, Blocker. But more famous than all of them was Olaf Kvaran, one of the most conspicuous and romantic figures in Viking history. End of chapter 28